Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK Show. Tonight I'm joined by Naji Kara. Hello, I'm back. <laughs> Paul Hope. Good evening, everyone. And Gareth Ellis. Hello, hello. Right, so tonight is the Seahawks review show. Before we get into any of that, I want to start off with um, what happened at the start of the game. Those sickening scenes as we watched an ambulance brought onto the field to um, cart off one of our players, Trenton Canning, Cannon. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but it was quite shocking to watch that. It was worrying that um, for a long time during the broadcast, he wasn't moving. Um, luckily enough, he did move his arm as, as he got on the stretcher. But um, it just kind of hits home what these players do. They're putting their bodies on the line week in, week out. And um, like I said, doesn't matter which team, it, it could have been a Seahawks player. It, it was shocking to see that. Yeah, I, um, I've actually, it's happened to me a few times, uh, been playing the game for as long as I have. And um, it's it's not, it just, yeah, as you say, puts everything in perspective. Um, it, you start questioning why you're even here, and, you know, um, when it happens to you in real life. And for all these people, that is, you know, their bread and butter, and that's how they're, 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 they're living, and... And you think all oh, the families watching this on TV at home, or maybe even in a stadium, they must be mortified and 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 really worried. And it's just at the end of the day, it's just a game, and that's the last thing you want you want to see. No matter you know how much passion we put in, and how much time and devotion we put into the game and into the, our team, this you know these are just human beings playing a game. And seeing that, and especially when it's that you know grave and. There is an ambulance, full-on blown ambulance on the field because clearly it was serious. Um, yeah, it's it just who cares about the game almost at that point. We, I I wish all his family and him uh, a swift recovery. I hope he's doing all right. Um, that is the last thing you want to see, and and it's really really difficult to play a game after seeing that uh, when one of your teammates is down on there for for so long. It's yeah, uh, a tough, tough thing to do. Um, yeah, not much else to say apart from hopefully he's all right. Fingers crossed. Yeah, definitely, definitely echo all that. Um, hopefully we don't see that uh, for a long, long time. It's bound to happen again sometime, but um, once every couple of seasons is enough for me to see that. Mm. Um, and as you said, uh, I don't know what their families are going through. Yeah, it's horrible. It's a good case to get rid of kickoffs isn't it um it do, is, we yeah. really, do we really need to see touchbacks or injuries um, well i mean to, to be honest it's a type of injury that that could potentially happen without mm. any real initiated contact just tripping into somebody as you go along you, you could land in such a way that it, it causes an injury like that but i yeah. see what you mean i do i do honestly, it, i see what it, you mean it tends to open more on kickoffs because yeah. of the up to full speed. They've got you know a little bit more running towards the. Yeah, anyway, and this I, this is exactly why the the outlawed the wedge formation on kickoff yeah, returns. Absolutely. 
yeah, so, which was a great idea. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely. Okay, so on to what can only be described as uh, another shower of poo last night. <laughs> second um, half, yeah. Yeah, second mm. half. So what, what I've done is, uh, so this is for the listeners out there. So I'd said to the guys, look, I'm going to set you a challenge tonight, which may completely negate any preparation <laughs> you're going to do. Um, I haven't told them what the challenge is, um, but that's what I'm going to get to now. So we, we all saw what happened last night. None of us were happy about it. But what I'll say is, what we saw last night isn't anything different to what we've seen in other defeats. So I think to go over the same content again, when there's going to be hundreds of 49er pods being recorded in the last 20 hours, who are all going to be tearing strips off Carl Shanahan, they're all going to be tearing strips off Jimmy Garoppolo. We've done it previously, and there's nothing that happened last night, in my eyes, that is any different to what has happened before. So I think there's no value in going over that again. It was a really poor game, but I still think there were some positives that came out of the weekend. And I think if we can pick up on those positives, that might give us the, the um, um, what, what's, what, what do you call this session? The therapy session, that's it. <laughs> therapy session, yeah. It might give us, because to be honest, if I start talking about Carl Shanahan, <laughs> I, I might completely lose it. I, I, honestly, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's not going to help me at all. Um, what did help me was the fact that I went back, I watched the game again, as I always do, and I've picked out a few things. Not many things, but I've picked out a few things, not just about the game. There was I strategically used the word weekend before because there was some things happened over the weekend as well as the game that I see as positives. Um, some of them are going to sound strange positives, but in my eyes, they are positives. Um, so that's the challenge I'm going to set you. Let's okay. not let's not be that 49ers podcast that is just going to vent and rant and pull strips off people. Let's have a look at the positives. And as I said, I believe there was positives out that game. Um, I don't know if you want me to go first because I've put you all on a spot, or if anybody wants to step up and say, "Yeah, I saw some positives." He's mine. No, I I haven't been here for a while, so I guess I can I can jump in. Um, first of all, I'm, I'm apologize for my absence on Thursday. I was supposed to be there, and it was supposed to be a a very critical podcast at a high point of our season, um, which I was supposed to host, and I was gonna stop the hype train and get off and trying to talk, you know, to see into the future what we needed to do to stay to stay on the hype train, basically, but. Uh, so I'm even more gutted that I haven't done that after the display that we've seen. But no, you're right. There's been there's, there's a lot of a positive. Um, the first one I think is that it's solely on us that defense. Um, there's nothing that isn't fixable once again, and we could have won this game easily. I think we played this game ten times. We probably win it eight or nine times. Um, and, and the one times that we lost it was was last night. Um, and I, that's really positive. It's just mistakes. It's just, um, and, and it's not mistakes that aren't erasable at all. Uh, we, we can we can be a better team uh, fairly easily. Uh, all, all everything we saw that was going wrong um, is easily identifiable on film and easily fixable in, in a very near future. 
Um, so that that's a big, I think, to me is um, a big positive because if the Seahawks had been the better team and they'd beat us, you know, 35 to 6, like I predicted the other way around, uh, and we were about an actual bad team there with no hope, like the Mullins years and, and the CJ Beathard, then, you know, there's nothing to talk about. But here, is we just had a bad day uh, and it happened. Uh, it's happened a lot this season for us, but um, yeah, that that's one. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but it. But I think that's what it hurts the most as well, because we all knew that this game was easily in the bag until we decided that it wasn't uh, when you know, Travis Benjamin just fumbled that ball and then it went away. Yeah, so I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that pretty much encompasses a few of the positives I had, um, which sound like negatives, but they are definitely positives. Yeah. How about yourself, Gareth? Yeah, it's a good good summary. I think I, I I was giving it thought today, and yes, I think when the, when the loss is down to us and our poor performance and us gifting yards and and the ball to the opponents, it's easier for us to to deal with that uh, and and cut that out of our game, which we have done for the last sort of three games, and it, and it has come back in. Divisional games are crazy in the NFL. The, the form book goes out the window and, and strange things happen. And that, that was a, a strange game. A lot of strange things happened, as as you said, from right from that kickoff. It it just had uh, that stop start, that that strange feeling about it. Uh, and that those those sort of games tend to favour the team, which isn't actually as good. And I think we're a better team and hopefully the guys are, are going to take as we are, as positives from that game. But I think that the overriding thing is they've got to be able to flush that game out of their mind and forget about it. Uh, we talked about this on the, on the preview pod. It's, it's that divisional game. If we lose, just you've got to let it go and move on. Uh, and that's that's what we've got to got to look forward to is is the the games we've got remaining because it because it is one loss we've we've won what well, uh, three three of four and that that's about what you get in the NFL it, it's difficult to string together that five six wins a lot of teams have done that this season three or four good wins and then an inexplicable implosion and loss and we're not the only team that's done that i know we, we because we focus on the niners we, we can be quite uh, in, in a bubble on that but it's it's been a strange season it was a it was a strange game and there's there's nothing there's nothing there that i i don't think we we can't fix or improve upon there are limitations to our game there there are limitations to our roster we have proven that we can mask those get around those limit limit that weakness um but other teams are are going to come at those those weaknesses i i don't i'm going to hand on to paul i'm not sure i'm uh, i'm up to the challenge of finding too many more positives in the long run of it a few player performances but perhaps we'll come to those later so uh paul help me out mate no i, I think it's quite a uh, interesting technically because like you said if you've been on 49ers twitter in the last 24 hours, you're going into meltdown. Now, a, neg- um, a negative, a positive that I'd start with, Lee, is the loss was on the nine free points that we gave on the fake punt. I mean, Christ almighty. <laughs> I, to be honest, I'd switched off on that. 
um, Connor Ryan had joined me for the game and we had the three and out and we were celebrating. We were like, yes, three and out. Here we go. And I was like, you want to drink, mate? They're going to punt the ball. And all of a sudden I was like, hang on, what's going on here? And when he ran it in, I went back to the podcast that Gareth had said, the, the preview show about mistake-free football. We need to control this. And, we need to con- and I thought, it's out the window. It just set the tone, Lee, for a divisional rival game. But when you strip it down, we had that, obviously, the touchdown. And the safety, you take them points off the board and anything that could have gone wrong for the 49ers last night went wrong. And it wasn't a case of, like what Nadji said in the group chat, like Seattle come and blew us apart. Now, we all said Russell Wilson did Russell Wilson things. I mean, our special teams wasn't great. But as Mr. Positive, out the four of us, I did watch the game back today and think, we can fix some of this. And another positive, gentlemen, is... If the 49ers lose next week, guess what? We're still the seventh seed for the playoffs due to tiebreakers. Mm. This season's crazy. Now, one of the questions I was going to ask you for, aside from the Super Bowl, which is the ultimate goal for everybody, at this point in the season, with the fallout of last night, what does a successful season look to us at this point in time? Are we settling for getting into the playoffs? Are we settling for a playoff, uh, you know, a, a deep run? Because there's been a lot of controversy. Like you said, Lee, we could have come on tonight. You could have had another epic rant about Carl Shanahan. We could have stripped Jimmy G's game down. It obviously hurts to lose that game, Gareth, so I'm not going to be total Mr. Positive. I hate the Seahawks with a mm. passion. And they always beat us 17 the last 20 games. I have a friend who... I want to say as a Seahawks fan, he loves the NFL, but fair play to him. He, he put his hat on the Seahawks a couple of weeks ago and he was texting me last night. He was quite graceful. It was a bit of tongue-in-cheek banter. And I thought, bloody hell, man, they always blum and beat us. But the positive I'll end on before I hand you over is thank God for George Kittle. And that tippy-toe touchdown, I don't know about you guys, but that for me was awesome. And we called it on the pod. We said we needed George to have a breakout game. He got his two touchdowns that we called. Just a shame it wasn't enough. So, sorry, we're not totally upbeat, Lee, but I don't think we're as negative as what we could be. No, mm. no, definitely not. Um, it's an interesting order you put you put that analysis in um, because the first two things you've picked out, I was actually going to swap them around. So, for, for me, positive over the weekend uh, and last night was the teams around us in the playoff hunt all lost. Yeah. We, we dropped down one place from sixth seed to seventh seed. I think that is a positive. It, it it could be a strange way to look at it, but we are still in a playoff place. We are still playoff bound. And it, that's that's Philadelphia as well, right? Which we beat, so we Correct. get a tiebreaker yeah. on them. So, and then that leads me into the second positive, which is going to sound really strange. So the second positive was the successful fake punt against us last night. I think that's a positive because that will not happen again this season. Yeah, mm. I did think that. I didn't think yeah. that when it happened. So this is this is a one-off. And exactly. They used it and the, yeah, this is a one free, now, free jail. Ha, had that been a game that knocked us out of playoff contention, then obviously it's yeah. not a positive. But that game hasn't knocked us out. We are still bound for the playoffs at the moment as things stand. And that's why I think that's a positive because for the rest of the season, I can guarantee you, Demeco Ryans is going to have that team. That or, actually, it's not his uh, team; it's a special teams. Different coach altogether. But yeah, he different. he will he will have that um, special teams 
unit looking for the fake punt. That will not happen to us again this season. Now, for some reason, I, I thought this happened in um, the first year under Shanahan. But when I've gone back and had a look, <laughs> I found out I was wrong. The last successful fake punt, I, I believe, if what I've looked at is correct, was actually back in 2012, and it happened twice in the same game. It was a game against the uh, the Rams, yeah. Johnny Hecker. Yeah. Um, so that that was interesting. But th- those two, those two were positives. We, we've had a good weekend because we've been lucky. All the teams around us lost, and we didn't expect. We certainly didn't expect the Vikings to get beat by the Lions. Let's put it that way. So that's good. That means to me the fake punt. It's positive because we we'll learn from that. We learn yeah. from a few of the things, as you've said, Naji. We, we've made mistakes in a game that wasn't as critical as further towards the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think that's the the biggest thing is that this loss feel so goddamn horrible because it's the Seahawks. I think for everybody. I think if we lose this game against pretty much any other team that isn't in our division, we would feel probably a hundred times better right now about it. I think the fact that it is Russell Wilson and, and, and Stinky Pete on the sideline getting all the calls, getting super lucky, getting everything going their way and everything going, you know, against us. I mean, the IU catch and the holding penalty on Tomlin's, like, it's things like that. That's just yeah. um, really, we didn't have control over and still went over, you know, against us. Um, uh, and and you lose by seven with a chance to tie it as well because you know it wasn't even we we could have tied you know we could have tied that game and potentially although the way it was going I think we would have lost it in overtime anyway. Um, no, but, oh, yeah, come on, Nancy. I'm, think, not, I'm I'm not having that. If we tie that there, the momentum no, shifts like you said. I don't think we I, win I'm it. not having that. We'd lose in overtime. I res- you know I respectfully disagree that I think that last drive, Jimmy. It's got a lot of criticism, but to jump in on that, I think if we score that, I think we go for the two points, possibly win it. No, no chance. Robbie Gold yeah, wasn't as well. Robbie yeah. Gold no was a bit off. Well, it, there's no that's... chance it goes for two there. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah, 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 I agree with Nachi there. Yeah, Kyle's yeah. not making if, that call. If he goes for two and he doesn't get it, he, 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 he probably even loses job. <laughs> like, there's no way. Do you think that second half there, though, shows you late? Like, Jimmy, we don't want to go down the negative front. Second half. Jimmy wasn't great. We've been big supporters when they're short. And then that last drive... We were great in the first half. <laughs> no, but, but we were scoring touchdowns and we were putting points on the board. But the second half, I mean, there's a stat there. We didn't get over the 50-yard line until yeah, that true. last drive. And you sat at home. But that last drive, Nadji, the last well, play, it's, but It's all, all on Josh Kill, though. It's not on Jimmy at all. I... <laughs> We can we, let's not talk about Jimmy because everybody knows what I think about yeah. him. He's, he he needs to go for me. I will say again, but he needs to go. He doesn't. I think if we have Trey in this game, we've got a better chance to win it. So, yeah. so on, under another weird positive that you know that's going to sound like a bit of a negative, and and for me it was a positive that we had um, quite a few first team players out. And the reason I think it's a positive is because it's it's justifiable why we were. Not as fluid as what we have been over the last few weeks. Yeah. We we've got we we had three linebackers out. Yeah. Um, two two of them would definitely start. One in the morning starts because one of the other two is out. Um, yeah. So obviously Greenlaw didn't play. Warner didn't play. Marcel Harris didn't play. Um, so that that was a major unit decimated by injuries. 
However, that also takes me on to another positive. Anchier is playing at a Pro Bowl level. He has been absolutely excellent. Last he night has, yeah. he had uh, combined 16 tackles, 11 solo, 5 assists. He had half a sack. He had one forced fumble. He had a tackle for a loss. He was all over that field. He he was commanding the defence. He was making plays. And he, he I think he's underrated, completely underrated. The performances yeah. he's put in this season, he should be getting talked about in the Pro Bowl terms. Definitely. But we all know how that works and it's not going to happen. <laughs> but to me, he, he's been the unsung hero this season. Mm. From, from the moment he's come in and stepped up, he's been absolutely excellent. And it's great to see because once we have a fully fit uh, Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, have them three playing side by side. Oh, I, I can't wait to see it. Honestly, mm. I can't wait to see it. I mean, the stats that Archie put up last night, those are yeah, the type of stats that you'd see with Willis and Bowman. Yeah. True. All of, I'm, I'm not trying to compare him like that, but those are the types of stats that those guys put up. He was all over that field. Now, that could be because his uh, support and cast weren't that good, so he was having to make the tackles instead of them. Yeah. But to me, it, it goes back to what you say, Najee, your, your, your favourite quote, he passes the eye test. He looked phenomenal does, yeah. last night. It was yeah, really, does, really, really good to see. He's, he's really made leaps this year. I think I don't, I don't know if it's having Fred next to him that's just elevated him, and now he's got the confidence to play the way he does. But yeah, no, I think yeah. I think you're right, Gareth. You you must have enjoyed that performance, although it was a bit less in the second half. But I think they kind of went away from from him as much as possible because he was literally everywhere. Well, you say that you know he was a he was a centimeter or so away from that interception as well. Yeah, yeah he, absolutely. he was there and he and yeah. he and he read it. Um, and that that was it. I mean, it's there's a lot of things that didn't quite go our way, as it always seems to against the Seahawks. They, we fumbled one recovery. We fumbled the first <laughs> sessions, and we only recovered one of them. We we, yeah. we got the we got the turnovers. We got that that was what was frustrating. They were there for the taking, and we did in many respects we did enough. On the, on the defensive side, forget the penalties for the moment, but we, we did enough to unsettle them. We did enough to, to win the game and get those turnovers, including getting that turnover at, what, the one, two-yard line and right at the end there where, where we finished off their last possession with that turnover. And I, I thought we were going to make uh, Stinky Pete pay for not taking the field goal um, and, and trying to trying to sort of... Uh, overbeat us if you like by by going for it um but yeah he's 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 been uh phenomenal it was it was good to see again let's let's not talk about the penalties but uh, uh our defensive line does seem to be growing into the season and it's and it's not just uh bosa um we 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 were getting that that sort of penetration and, and were cause them to adjust, cause them to change their game plan and go for those short, quick passes because they knew their, their offensive line couldn't couldn't hold us. Um, I think the, a final positive is a few weeks ago when we were three and five, if you'd offered me six and six, I'd have gladly taken it. And yeah. that's all we are now. Forget this game, we're six and six. And yeah. I'd have quite happily taken that when we were three and five and said, OK, we'll take our chances from from Cincinnati onwards. Um, and 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 see where it takes us. Let's see. Let's see how the guys react. Um, they reacted uh, well to some of the adversity that we've had. 
um, and they they've put themselves in that position. They're going to have to do that again. So um, and they they've proven they can do it. They've proven they can flush a, a bad smell and a bad game out of their systems um, and get back to what we do well. So let's hope they do. So the turnover stat that you uh, mentioned there, unless I misheard you, you said that we uh, we recovered one fumble. We actually recovered two fumbles and we created four fumbles. No, yeah, in the second half. Too, yeah. Until, uh, on the, yeah, on the yeah. first three possessions, we forced a fumble and you got one right. of them. Right. Out of their first three and then that, that So I, I, I thought I must have heard wrong because I'm thinking, I'm, I'm sure you're not going to not realise we, we actually recovered two fumbles and made four. Um, and, and, and that's another positive. I mean, Big up Gerald Everett for doing everything he could to help us in that game. So yeah. that's that's what I was going to say. There's no other positive. Is <laughs> welcome our new tight end Gerald Everett because he's going to get cut. <laughs> we should sign him. So, so <laughs> potentially no. in that game last night we could have had five turnovers. We, yeah. we recovered yeah. two fumbles. We had the interception and we had another two forced fumbles, which they've recovered. So it, it's pleasing to see that that the defense are causing. Um, the, mm. the offense potentially turn the ball over. And it's just that little bit of luck that we, we, we could have had. Um, and like the com- commentators were saying, it's an absolute crazy game. It just yeah. seemed to be happening play mm. after play after play. Um, so, yeah, that, that was another positive that I had done. We are actually making plays on defense, even though at times we shot ourselves in the foot. Um, so that that's pleasing to see. And it wasn't the same people either. It was it was different people, DJ Jones, Al Shear, Josh yeah, Norman. Yeah, d- different people creating these uh, opportunities. So that was good to see. That was good to see. Um, what One more positive from me, um, and that is, and Paul's already mentioned it, George Twinkle Toes Kill. <laughs> um, so he, he was back to being our prime target, our, our X factor on offense with Debo out. And you would have thought with Debo being out that they might have put in a uh, special emphasis on stopping George Kittle. Yeah. But um, obviously, yeah, 181 <laughs> yards. <laughs> it yeah. didn't work, whatever they're trying to do. Um, so, yeah, that, that was another positive for me from, from the actual game. Yeah, it's hmm. good to see because it's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, you know, that vintage George Kittle running down the sideline is, is just... That's what we want to see as Niners fan. And as much as watching Debo play is absolutely amazing, I think it, it adds another positive to tag on to that is maybe Kyle and, and Jimmy's realizing, oh, hold on, we've got this guy we, we can use in a passing game sometimes because he's pretty goddamn good. And, you know, <laughs> we can't just rely on Debo and we maybe if we start spreading around a little bit more, we can actually be completely unstoppable and we don't need to grind those you know, 10 minutes drives as much as they're good when they're tall, it's not, it's not amazing for the morale of the team. So yeah, I think that, I mean, what can you say about George? It's, he's been doing it for years now and it's good. It's good that he's doing it. Um, you know, he, he's still got it in his locker. That's great. Another positive I'd take Lee, and you're probably going to laugh at this one is it was yet another emotional roller coaster for the 49 <laughs> faithful UK. And we all went through it. I know Nadia asks for an easy week, and if you love the NFL, as bad as we played in the second half, Nadji touched upon it, we still could have won that game yeah. on that last drive. Yeah. And that's why we all tune in. That's why at after o'clock in the morning we're still up. But the game day thread didn't go too toxic. The overreaction hasn't been too toxic. You know, the, the conversations have been happening. We're still in the hunt. And that's why I said to you, Lee, about what looks like a successful season from here out. Because I agree with Gareth a couple of weeks ago, we just snapped the hands off to be 6-6. Six and six. 
And yeah. I've got a mate who's a Rams fan, and he texted me this morning whether he's agree with this. He reckons we've got the easiest running, and we should win all five games, including mm. the one against the Rams. So yeah, we'll see about that. Well, yeah. Yeah. You forget Next sometimes we watch we watch the Forty Niners now, G, and you know we I say that I watch I had red zone on. We were last Sunday, yeah. Well, I had that game on <laughs> Herbert Burrows back and forth. Tom Brady picked off. Yeah, yeah Burrows picked off. Herbert picked off, but and we focus on Jimmy. But again, like I was saying, Lee, I got that text, and you think it's interesting that other teams would reach out from that. But we don't all sound too downhearted. We dust it off. Bengals on Sunday. See yeah. what happens. I have, I have a, one more positive, which is we might finally cut Travis Benjamin, which is <laughs> which I think needs to happen. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. After, 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 I'll after agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with that. Waste of space, waste mm. of a jersey. Okay, so I've I've got a quick question before we um before we sign off, and it, it kind of goes against what I started the the podcast out with. Um, it's just something I've been thinking about. Did Mike Zimmer's comments about the 49ers getting away with holding influence the officiating crew at all? Because it just seems strange that all of a sudden we're getting all these phantom holding calls, the, know, like yeah. the one against Lake and Tomlinson, and you think, hang on here, what's going on? Did yeah, that was... Because I'm sure the officiating crew <laughs> watch NFL Network all week long. <laughs> If only to get a view of themselves on TV. See, no. as well, Lee, uh, sorry, sorry, Nadia, as well, for me, what was interesting was I wasn't as vocal in the game day thread because, like I said, we had a, a mini meet-up and it was interesting to go through. The ringer, want of a better word, was someone sat beside me and echoing what you said in the last pod, anyone who can meet up with another niner, don't wait for the official meet-ups. Highly recommended because it definitely, we went through the highs and lows last night. It's just a shame we lost. So I just wanted to jump in on there because I know the last pod you mentioned about other people not just yeah. relying on the meetups. So. Yeah, create local meetups. And no, you know what, Paul, if I thought on, I mean, I, I wasn't going to have a drink last night and I didn't have a drink last night. I could have easily jumped in the car <laughs> and just popped down because you're only 15 minutes away. Yeah, I'd said that to you, yeah. Ben, actually. We, should, we shouldn't just wait for the official meetups. Yeah. It might be the week when you were up in Newcastle, Nadji. Me and Lee were like, oh, if we planned this properly when Nadji's working, we could have popped up and... Yeah. and watch the game with you and it definitely yeah. adds that other element to it I mean obviously the highs the touchdowns and the third downs and you celebrate and the yeah. next the lows when you're like oh god they've just scored again <laughs> and Adrian Peterson at one point oh, Nadji you imagine. had more yards than Adrian Peterson at one point last night yeah yeah no I mean yeah he was love, on a minus the, six I know it was just love the, love the guy though I, I don't even know how old he is he's still doing it it's pretty <laughs> impressive to me it's a shame he's doing it for, for them obviously but yeah. no I mean to get back to, to come back to the ref I you know that's what happens when you get flexed out of prime time and you get put into a you know 425 slot or whatever it is well guess what you're not going to get the best the best crew of referee either so um, if we play better, we'd have one of the you know one of the crew that's going to do the playoffs and Super Bowl. Or whatever, well, well to be fair though, to be fair, we weren't flexed out because we were playing badly. We were flexed out because the Seahawks were playing badly. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Arguably, uh, both of us really. Yeah. But, yeah. See, I'd agree yeah, with sure. you, Nadia, what you said before. If you're blaming the referees, you're in a bad situation anyway. Yeah. Oh, some yeah. Questionable yeah. calls, and we yeah, know yeah, the Seahawks are not a, a good team, but. 
Gareth said it on the preview show, mistake-free football. And we made loads mm. of mistakes, but it was one of them, like you said, Lee. Won't get caught out from that fake punt anymore. Maybe. Josh Norman, though, for me. You it's said it, cool. Gareth, a couple of weeks ago, and it's been living rent-free in my head about <laughs> a lot of players on one-year contracts. And Josh Norman knows he's not here next year. And he keeps going off schedule. And it's working when he's punching the ball out. But when he's not, and Russell targeted him last night. And Nadji, I want your thoughts on that long pass to DK Metcalf, which he burned Norman, didn't catch it. And then Norman's leaping over him and chanting in the camera oh, and celebrating. I, I was thinking, Josh, what are you doing? Yeah, that, that's <laughs> not just Josh, that, That's any no, defensive I, I know it's a DB thing, Lee. But uh, when Gareth said that, though, and you think, how can you foster that team spirit? Because he's trying to put on tear his highlights. He's not a team player. He's not in the scheme. And I know I'm singling him out and we're trying not to go too oh, right negative. It, so. it, was, right it was just... When you, when you when you compare, like you were saying, the linebacker, you know, Shahir, what a game. And Gareth, if he, that in, I thought he had the interception. Like, it was... Yeah. A, oh, mm. I mean, it, it was, was a call that he didn't didn't quite make it. But that, those are the margins, aren't they? It's the same yeah. with Ike's catch that he couldn't quite hold. Um, oh, I don't... No, that, that one is total BS. He, he does four steps and his knee touches the ground before he loses the ball. I don't... How, how is that not a catch? I don't understand. Wow. It's like he catches it and goes one, two, three, and then knee. That's that's four steps. It's supposed to be two. If he hadn't recovered the fumble at the end of it, I'm sure I would be saying, oh, he hasn't caught that. You know, to see, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd be quite happy that that was ruled incomplete. Well, no, because he was down as soon as his elbow was. It's catch and then one, two, three, yeah, and then as soon as his knee's down. So, yeah, I mean, anyway, whatever, it's... Uh, Right, guys, thank you very much for joining me tonight. (laughs) It's been a pleasure, as always. A pleasure indeed. Yeah. So, just want to make a few announcements. So, the winner of the Fred Warner jersey was Stefan Forth. Um, So, well done, Stefan. Um, We have heard back from Newcastle Groves and Casino regarding the Super Bowl meetup, and they are more than happy to accommodate us again. They actually made a point of saying we remember it last time, it was a very good night. Um, they actually made a point of saying the uh, the cutouts, the cutouts of Pat Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo went down well. Those were bought by David Neve and is sat in the corner of his bedroom. Don't know what uh, his missus thinks of that, but uh, that's where they are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, they're just going to come through with the details about what packages they have on offer this time. And we'll be back at Newcastle for the Super Bowl. Excellent. Mm. Um, is there any other announcements I don't think there is I'm, I'm going to give a shout out again once again to David Young so David Young is planned on a Super Bowl meetup over in Northern Ireland in Belfast um, his darts club White Chapel uh, White Abbey Masonic Lodge um, they've got uh, their own venue cheap cheap booze food catering um, plenty of screens on there projector screen um, and they're planning party games and all sorts for the Super Bowl night. Party games around NFL. So that, that should be good. If you're in the Belfast area or Northern Ireland, get yourself across and uh, meet up with David. Yeah. All right. Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. Remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Also check out our YouTube channel by searching for 4095 for UK. Until next time, stay safe. And go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners.
Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students. And Bill Walsh, don't ever forget.